Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. On chili dog, outside taste freeze. Diane sitting on Jackie's lap, got his hands between the knees. Jackie say, Hey Diane, let's run off behind the shade of trees. It's 8 a.m. and you're listening to KIOF LP 97.9 FM, Las Vegas. This is Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Up. There were on um, one end the balls that were great. Some of them weren't. It was back and forth. Now, for the XFL, what does this mean for the NFL? Because there are about 32 NFL teams that are going to be watching this XFL. They're going to be evaluating the talent. They're going to be determining X, Y, and Z for A, B, and C. But if there are players out there in the NFL that don't succeed towards the level that they were expected to, would they go to the XFL if they don't, if the XFL continues to perform at a level that they are? Or let's reverse it. If there's an XFL player that's performing great, phenomenal, and their, their talent was undervalued, they went to the XFL. They're showing what they can do. Would they get brought up to the NFL? Because 
I don't believe in battling and competing with one another when you are a brand new league. This is the problem that the USFL, the problem that the AAF, and what a lot of leagues have had when they're going up against the NFL is that they announce it, that they tell you that we are going to go up against the NFL. And almost every time they do, it ends up backfiring on them. And unfortunately, the truth is, the reason why the Canadian Football League, why the Arena Football League, why they haven't gone out of existence yet, or more importantly, why the Arena Football League hadn't gone out of existence for so long before it did, was that because they didn't want to compete against the NFL. They were just a football league, all right? They were just a league with football. It was just a situation where they had to go up against each other, not something else. Now, now if the XFL wanted to get some tips, and your host Rocco Kelly's got no problem with, with this, The first thing you do is you just play the game against each other. You don't have to have a rivalry with the NFL. Play the game the way you are supposed to do. All right? Have it be on your level. Okay? There You have eight markets already. All right? Markets that you are going to try to use to your potential. And that is good. And do that. I highly recommend using that to your advantage. Secondly, in the markets that the NFL is struggling with or the markets that haven't been discovered yet, if the XFL decides to, if they become a success, I'm saying years down the line, like five years, six years down the line, if the XFL holds weight and they become a bit of a success story in football, Then you go after the diamonds in the rough. You go after the markets that either haven't been discovered yet or markets that have not been touched as much as they are in the NFL. Now, obviously, this is faking five, six years down the road because the USFL did not learn their lesson about being a spring football league. They were highly successful. But... Then they decided that they wanted to pick a fight with the oldest member of the family. And with them being the youngest, they wanted to fight the oldest member. And they wanted to go head-to-head with the NFL. And it ended up backfiring uh, backfiring on them. Because they were a spring football league. And that was the reason why it was supposed to be created. The NFL was in the fall and the USFL was in the spring. The AAF. That lasted barely a season. Was supposed to just be a spring football league. But not even a month into the AAF existence. And they wanted to have a partnership with the NFL. For the XFL to work, you have to be able to not consistently rely on the NFL, or more importantly, not to go head-to-head with the NFL, because it will not work. And I'm stressing this enough. It will not work if you go head-to-head with the NFL. You have to play football 
with yourself first and then eventually branch out. The UFL, the United Football League, which was around about a decade ago, um, the Las Vegas Locomotives, for anybody uh, in Las Vegas, you might remember that name. They played at Sam Boyd Stadium. They won, I think, three of the four years it existed. The problem with the UFL, besides the fact that it was majority all all former NFL guys, and they were past their prime, and the games weren't really that great, because once again, it was a lot of older guys who had already been in the sport, is that they did not have any credibility on their own. It was mainly known as just, oh, the retirement home for NFL players who wanted to get another chance playing football again. The XFL has been using college players who either did not get a shot in the NFL or they were on practice squads and they were on the bench in the NFL and they never really truly got a chance to perform at the main level. I actually like this idea because it's a new idea. It's an idea that hasn't really been explored before because they're not just using NFL talent. They're not doing that. In fact, a lot of their players have either, like I said, not played in the NFL before or they were practice squad members, which means that they really did not get the chance to play a full NFL season. They were, you know, sent up, sent down, you know, up, down, left, right, ooty, ooty, you know, wada, wada, dub, dub. Now, it's just a situation that I like the XFL and what they're doing going forward, but this offseason in the NFL, if there's quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, if there are established names that get cut or they get released or they get traded and then they eventually get bought out, what I don't want the XFL to do is to fall into the trap that a lot of leagues have done in the past, where a name from the NFL will get released and they're not with a team anymore, and they decide it's time to sign those players and it's the time for them to be in the XFL. Now, the problem with this philosophy is that you're paying a lot of money to get established names right out of the gate. And in the short term, it will be a success. In the long term, it is going to hinder you because I'm going to use a auto racing example. Formula One is the biggest name in town, but you got the ABE formula. You got Formula F2 or Formula F3. You got the uh, Formula, um, you got Formula E. The problem with the new Formula League that was created about two, two and a half years ago is that nine of the ten drivers have had experience in Formula One or some venture of open wheel. And they are not a established racing league, essentially just a bunch of rejects and misfits from the old Formula One. They don't have credibility on their own. They're using a bunch of names from the past. I don't want the XFL going down that road. If they want to be a success, establish yourself first and then go from there, not the other way around. Now, Sonar, very quickly before we go to break, what's your thoughts on this? No, it's great. I, I like having a place that 
that they can all go to and actually uh, play like a real game, real team, and, and go from there. Absolutely excited to see what happens in the XFL. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we'll be back after this. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join The Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join The Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello, is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. I should know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. The air we breathe, the water we drink, the soil that grows food for our families. These basic elements are essential to healthy, happy lives. America's corn growers think so too. Across the country, they're pitching in every day and doing the work to produce food and fuel that is healthy in a sustainable way. Go to ncga.com to learn more about how corn farmers grow a more sustainable future for us all. That's ncga.com. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, we'll celebrate Valentine's Day. And that means it's our annual Valentine's Comedy Show. 
we'll get out our collection of humorous, crazy, and perhaps disturbing love songs. And on the countdown this week, the hits from the second weekend of February in 1945. Seems like old times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. 451119. Call now.
talking about the XFL, that is great. And obviously, we're going to have more weeks of discussion in the XFL, hopefully down the line. But the NFL, the quarterback situation, the quarterback carousel of the free agency, and what is going to be the situation moving forward in the NFL. Because you have about seven quarterbacks who are going to be on a rotating wheel of where are they going to be this offseason. And obviously, with those seven quarterbacks, you have to understand that those seven are going to be very crucial to how the NFL is going to react and how they are going to perform for the next foreseeable future. (laughs) Now, to start off, Cam Newton is a quarterback who was a former number one overall pick, former MVP. He had it all in Carolina, but it seems like his career is now starting to go on a distant memory. Okay, he's a veteran quarterback. The Carolina Panthers have clearly shown that they're going to move on. So Cam Newton's got to go someplace else. He is going to have to make a decision. Now, with Cam Newton, where does that mean where he's going to go? Now, obviously, you could just make the decision that he's going to stay in the division. He could go to a team like Tampa Bay or... He could go out west. He could potentially go someplace like the Raiders or the Chargers. But let's not go there very quickly. How about we just discuss the quarterbacks in general? Let's not make predictions yet. That's way too far ahead. But Cam Newton, he's that first quarterback that's going to be on that list. You've got Andy Dalton, the very reliable quarterback from the same draft class and as Cam Newton. And the Chargers... And all these other teams are going to need a reliable veteran quarterback when they draft a QB from the QB-heavy 2020 draft class. They're going to need a veteran QB to step in at the beginning and have this safe and subtle transition from a veteran quarterback to the young rookie quarterback that they just drafted. So for... Essentially, any of the young quarterbacks get drafted. Whichever team drafts them, don't be surprised if Andy Dalton follows suit. Or if Andy Dalton gets signed this offseason, don't be surprised if a young quarterback gets drafted immediately after the fact. Dak Prescott, the guy who for some reason turns down more money than the majority of us are ever going to see in our lifetime, was to be the highest-paid player in the NFL. And statistically, it makes sense. Okay? From time and time again, he has shown on a statistic level, he is among the elite, the top of the top in the NFL. But from a playoff win-loss record, from the win-loss record general in the NFL, he does not back it up. He does not back it up in terms of MVPs, in terms of rings, in terms of how successful he's been in Dallas. He'll be another question mark. If he leaves Dallas and goes somewhere else, that would be big. If he stays in Dallas for Cowboys fans, he'll be in a huge hoorah. 
Uh, Phil Rivers, the veteran QB, you know, he's going to be in a situation where you have to think of where will Philip Rivers go? Is he going to enter retirement? Is he going to finally focus on his 999 kids? Will Philip Rivers finally retire from the NFL? Or will he go someplace else and finally make the decision to wear another uniform that's not the Chargers? And that's not it. I'm not going to get into Tom Brady because throughout the sports angle, I've said for why and why not he will stay in New England. There's arguments for both sides. They're both very valid. They're both very reasonable. But you have to understand that whatever decision Tom Brady makes, it's going to make a huge ripple effect in the NFL. Drew Brees, another free agent that most people are going to overlook because they assume he's going to stay in New Orleans. But, hey, crazy things have happened in the past. Heck, for all we know, he could be joining the Dallas Cowboys, and we would never know. And then following him is Teddy Bridgewater, his backup in New Orleans, a very reliable veteran quarterback. And that's what I like about him. He's a reliable veteran quarterback, but... He was going to get a second chance because ever since he left Minnesota, he has not really had a second chance to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. He was a backup in New York. He was a backup in New Orleans. He's going to get a second chance this offseason to be the guy. And then we got the huge wild card in Derek Carr. He's the final person on this list. I, I said seven. He's the final. Will the Raiders move on from Derek Carr? Will they ship him off to Denver? All right, will they take the situation where the Raiders go after a well-established quarterback and ship him off, or will the Raiders go with him long-term? Now, each way you play it, the Raiders invested a lot in Derek Carr. They believe in Derek Carr. They think that he is the guy moving forward. But you have to ask yourself the most important question. Is Derek Carr a franchise quarterback? It's a simple one-word answer. Yes or no. Is Derek Carr a franchise quarterback? And you guys decide if he is. The Raiders have to decide. If he is, and more importantly, the players in the locker room have to make a decision. Is he a franchise quarterback or do we trade him and make ourselves get a franchise quarterback through the QB heavy draft class in 2020 or getting an established name in free agency? Now, with all seven of those quarterbacks, five different teams are being represented with all of those quarterbacks. And from what I just explained, that's going to be a very heavy and a very messy situation in the NFL offseason, but it's going to work. It's the NFL. It's always going to work. So, yeah, looking forward to free agency. Whichever team you are with, if you are a fan of an established team already who has a quarterback, you're not really going to focus on this. But if you are a fan of one of these teams that's in the market for a quarterback, you are going to be excited.
Now, this is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we will be back after this. Vegas's first official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. Jazz is making new potatoes and grits. Listen to the Joy of Jazz five days a week from 11 to noon. With your host, Joy. Enjoy classic and modern jazz, exclusive interviews, and much more. It's the most fun you can have before lunch. Underwritten by Pink and Blue Organic Energy Drink. Visit their website at www.pink-blue.eu. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join The Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join the Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? you know just what to say and you know just what to do hi this is paul and this is dean from the paul and dean show listen to the paul and dean show live every saturday from 10 a.m to 11 a.m right here on kiof lp 97.9 fm las vegas public radio broadcasting around the corner from the fremont street experience in fabulous downtown las vegas nevada Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Do you wonder where your food comes from? More and more people do. America's corn farmers work hard every day to grow a crop that you can be proud to serve your family. And they're doing it with an eye towards sustainability, caring for water, air, soil, and resources that fuel healthy families and more sustainable products. Take a look to find out how farmers in rural America work to make life better for all of us, from cities to their rural communities. Learn more at ncga.com. NCGA, a commitment to the future. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, we'll celebrate Valentine's Day. And that means it's our annual Valentine's Comedy Show. We'll get out our collection of humorous, crazy, and perhaps disturbing love songs. And on the countdown this week, the hits from the second weekend of February in 1945. 
Seems like old times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. 445-1119. Call now. Super Bowl. And unfortunately, San Francisco 49ers were that team this year. Some people were excited about it. Some people were happy to see it. But you have to think, with the 49ers organization, where do you go from here? Now, there has been a source that came out of San Francisco that said that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan could be getting contract extensions this offseason, that they will be rewarded for taking the 49ers to a Super Bowl. Now, Soner, I'm going to get your thoughts on this, and I'm going to get you, people who are listening right now, your thoughts on this. And if you want to comment and you want to tweet at the Sports Angle, Facebook, Reddit, your favorite site, at the Sports Angle. Now, 
Should the 49ers really extend Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch? Now, yes, you have to give them credit where credit is due. They were both a big part for where the 49ers have gone at this point. From them getting from being the second overall pick in the 2017 and 2019 NFL drafts, them consistently struggling on both ends of the side of the ball. The 49ers looked like a team that was the new bottom pick of the league. So you have to give them that credit. But you also have to understand that in the NFL, success can turn on a dime. It's like a penny. It's 50-50. Heads, tails, it can be either way. So is this a one-year wonder like we've seen with a lot of NFC teams, like with the Falcons, like with the Panthers, looks like the Rams, their their same situation? Giving these contract extensions to members of the personnel in the NFC over the last five years has seemed to backfire on teams that have gone to the Super Bowl. So it's a question mark if the 49ers should really give extensions to Shanahan and Lynch for getting them to a Super Bowl. Because, yes, they do get credit, and you got to give them the recognition. But moving forward, is it the smart decision, considering what we have known, and more importantly, the facts? Over the last five years, NFC teams making it back to a Super Bowl that is extremely rare, and the odds of them becoming better after making it to a Super Bowl is almost unlikely. Now, Sonar, very quickly, what's your thoughts on this? Well, you say it's the history, and you say it that's the way it, it was, was put together, but at the same time, they got you there. Obviously, they are, and pun intended, a linchpin in this entire organization. So they need to be part of there, even if they're part of a transition. It's still trying to go back to the, the regime and trying to get something going, and you'll eventually get there. But do you give extensions on the hope that they get back there, or do you use common facts, or more importantly, do you use statistics of the fact that since 2015, dating back to the Carolina Panthers, 2015 Carolina, 2016 Atlanta, 2017 Philadelphia, and 2018 L.A., 2019 is San Francisco. That will have to be determined. But those four statistically had a worse year immediately after. And these teams have not recovered, by the way. Just to let everybody know, I know the Eagles went back to the playoffs, but they got absolutely smoked in the first round. Those four teams have not recovered from going to Super Bowl and losing. The Carolina Panthers, their quarterback is now going to be gone. Their coach is now gone. Their general manager was gone. The Atlanta Falcons have had to replace majority of their players. The only thing they've kept is their is their starting quarterback at this point. Well, the Los Angeles Rams. If you want to guarantee that they're not going to make it back, then yes, then don't sign that that extension. If you want a chance to actually make it back, then maybe that's something you you might want to consider. So they do give them the extension. How much of a playoff window do the 49ers have at this point? 
this, this one year. This was their first year of their playoff window in San Francisco. Now, I'm going to be generous, and let's say they have a six-year window. And I'm being generous. Most people, it's not six years. It's less than that. But let's get them six. Out of that six years that you have a playoff window, what is the odds that you are going to get back to a Super Bowl with the current regime? Understanding that there are only six teams that make it to a NFC playoffs. The NFC playoffs only get six teams. There is only one team that comes out of the NFC every single year. So you have a one in six chance by default if you make the playoffs. There is only 16 teams in the NFC. So you got a one in 16 chance of making it back to the Super Bowl. So the odds are not the best in your favor when keeping the regime. And I understand that some people are going to use the um, fixed variables. And more importantly, they're going to use the fixed equation part of it, where you're essentially going to throw half the teams out because they're tanking and rebuilding. So more than likely, it's actually going to be a one-eighth chance that you have a possibility of making it back to a Super Bowl in that playoff window. But like I said, if you want to guarantee that they're not going to make it back, then yeah, then say I don't want you. We don't we don't need you over here. But if you want to have that chance, and and, and like uh, Vegas Mike says on there, yeah, it it is a rare chance. But if you're gonna say you know what, let's just lean into the inevitability and let's uh, let's just get rid of these guys anyway because we we probably aren't going to come back, and let's just make that official then yeah, then don't sign an extension. But if you want that chance to actually get over that hump and maybe maybe get into the playoffs and whatever uh, new guys you're ushering in will will be able to come through after that one-year extension, and then we'll see what's going on. But we've said it before, you gotta you got to give the guys a chance. You've you got you, you to gotta let them prove that they're not going to be good. I understand that you got to prove it, but I'm not saying you don't reward them for your hard work. I'm saying you don't extend them now. You let them play out their contract, and then if the 49ers are still at the level that we are seeing right now, then extend them. Don't extend them now. Yes, they made it to a Super Bowl. I understand the recognition and the hard work it takes to get there. But if you're going to reward them now and you're going to give Shanahan, let's just say, a five-year extension and you give John Lynch a four-year extension, all right, you're going to give them that. How about instead of doing that, you have them play out one more year and if they keep up the same level, the same pace, you reward them. You do what the San Francisco 49ers used to do back in the 90s which is they did not give extensions that often. And if they did, it was because they were proving at an elite level that they were doing it on a consistent basis. Not this one year, oh my gosh, we're already here. So to the people who are listening, the people that are watching right now on Amp TV, you got to understand that I'm not critiquing the 49ers for not losing the Super Bowl. 
I'm just saying the fact that out of the last five years in the NFC, the likelihood of getting back to a Super Bowl has been extremely rare. But it'll be head of the NFC as a general. Las Vegas is number one. All public radio. Magic 97.9. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join The Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join The Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello, is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile, a call or click away, keeps you in play, night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide, cause you know just what to say, and you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff. On the next Seems Like Old Times, we'll celebrate Valentine's Day. And that means it's our annual Valentine's Comedy Show. We'll get out our collection of humorous, crazy, and perhaps disturbing love songs. And on the countdown this week, the hits from the second weekend of February in 1945. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. 445-1119. Call now. Sports Angle with your host Rocco Kelly. Thanks for listening on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org and WIRB Talk 1490. And now here's your host, Rocco Kelly.
Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Now, spring training is getting closer and closer. Baseball is getting to a point where now it is time to focus, to shift gears, and to get to a point where you essentially... Basketball's in full swing. Football's in full swing. Uh, football, the XFL is still going to be there. But baseball is now turning on all their buttons. They're hitting everything they need to be. And it's going to be great in baseball. And with that, there are a few teams that made some great moves this offseason. That deserve my praise. And more importantly, they need you to understand what they have done this offseason and to get you prepared for this upcoming season. The Atlanta Braves, they're the first team that comes to mind. They made some moves in the pitching department. They understood that after blowing that terrible series against St. Louis in the first round of the playoffs, they needed to fix their pitching, and that's what they went out and did. They heavily focused on building up the bullpen, fixing the starting rotation. you got to watch out for the Atlanta Braves moving forward. The Boston Red Sox, who are now 25-1 to 1 odds to win the World Series, they traded away Mookie. They traded away Price. It should be a rebuilding team for the Boston Red Sox. You lost your manager. However... They brought back Benatendi at a reasonable bargain. They still have some very key talent. You have Verdugo, who they just got from the Los Angeles Dodgers in that trade, in the Mookie trade. And I believe the Red Sox are going to be fine. They're not going to be a dominant team. They're not going to most likely be a team that's going to, that's going to be at top of the standings. But the Red Sox, they still have Chris Sale. They still have some very great guys. Bogart, Devers, Bradley, Benatendi, um, like I said, Verdugo. The Red Sox, you're going to have to watch out for them because they're going to be very sneaky, dangerous in the AL East. Now, I don't normally like to give this team credit because they're on the opposite side of Chicago. But the Chicago White Sox, you can't deny, made some very solid moves in the offseason. They upgraded the starting pitching, regardless of the fact that their starting pitching already has some very young and some very talented pitchers in their system. They added a couple of more just to make themselves better. You brought back Abreu as a, as a basically a, a, a loyalty uh, check. Their catcher situation with James McCann, you get a very, very talented, um, very talented guy out, out there in that system. They've made some very quality moves. Tim Anderson, you know, Eloy Jimenez. There is some top prospects in their system that haven't even made their debut yet. Shout out to Luis Robert. The Chicago White Sox are going to be deadly. Moving forward in the future, this year is going to be a start. But the next couple of years, the Chicago White Sox 
are unfortunately going to be the best team in Chicago. So stay tuned for that. Los Angeles Dodgers, they moved, they made the Mookie Betts trade. They get David Price and his terrible contract, but they had to go and acquire it to get Mookie in that trade. They end up acquiring in that organization. And also, more importantly, they have kept Bellinger. They, they, the trade with Peterson was called off, so he's still on the Dodgers. Their starting pitching is solid. This is the last year of their championship window with the Los Angeles Dodgers. If you're a fan of them, you don't like what I just said. If you don't like the Dodgers and you've never liked them since you were a kid, you're loving that right now. But as in their last year, they spent the they spent as much as a small private island, and the island and the island is going to try to win a championship for the third time in the last five years. Interesting to see if the Dodgers finally pull out and get one done. The Minnesota Twins and the Milwaukee Brewers are an interesting case. They made some solid moves, but they didn't necessarily make the right moves. You know, I'll be curious to see if they can get back to the playoff with those two. The New York Yankees made the biggest move of them all, acquiring Garrett Cole. They made some solid um, pieces to acquire. They made some solid depth moves, bringing back Brett Gardner, their captain of the locker room. The Yankees are mostly going to be the favorite to win the American League, something I really thought they were going to do last year. This year is most likely going to be the year. Pittsburgh Pirates are finally admitting that they're rebuilding. I think that's great for Pittsburgh. San Francisco, they did not pay over bowler board for Mass and Bumpgarner. Joey Bart is coming up to the minor league system, one of their top draft picks from a couple of years ago. Their farm system is developing. They still have Buster Posey, Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford, some remnants from that World Series team, some veterans in Evan Longoria. Giants will be interesting to tell to see what happens moving forward. And the Texas Rangers, brand new ballpark. They have some very exciting talent. And more importantly, the Texas Rangers are going to have to understand that in that AL West that's now wide open with the Astros-Stein-Stealing scandal, the Los Angeles Angels being the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Orange County, the San Andreas Fault, the Open Athletics when they and their 50-50 poker face. With it being wide open, can the Texas Rangers take it this year? We will see. You never know in the sports world. But with MLB offseason officially winding down, I'm not gonna tell you what the best offseason move was. I'm not gonna stare you in the face and tell you what is the right move or what's the wrong move to make. However, I will point out that with a new year of baseball, it is always exciting to see who is going to be the top dog, who's going to be the surprise underdog that's going to go all the way. 
And who's the team that was projected to finish high and ended up finishing with the worst record in MLB? Now, some people don't like tanking or rebuilding, and I'm one of them, but it is always a curious study to have these rebuilding teams finally get to where they need to be. I am once again going to say Chicago White Sox. They have spent about eight years rebuilding their team, and now they have all the pieces together, and the White Sox are going to try to be contenders in the AL Central that for the first time really does not have a definitive winner in that division. Cleveland, Minnesota, Chicago, and then he got the other two. But you do not have a definitive top dog in that division now. And it's wide open. Similar with the AL West and similar with the AL East. Now, Sonar, I understand there's some people out there that aren't the biggest baseball fans in the world, but the diversity, and more importantly, the amount of parity in the league, where you're going to have teams that aren't dynasties. You know, you're not going to have the same two, three teams that are dominating the sport. And I've always respected that about baseball. And I know people don't like how they have no cap and they use the luxury tax, but it must be working. Because in the past decade, the Dodgers and the Astros, and I'll say the Red Sox just to throw them in for um, simplicity's sake, they have really been the teams that have been multiple times in this decade. But there have been the Royals, there has been the Cubs, the Indians, the Mets. There has been the Nationals. So many different teams have made it to the World Series in this decade, and it's been quite neat to see the parody and to see how great, the how, how spread out it is to win an NLB. Well, it tells you if they're divas or not. I mean, there's a lot of people that just get this uh, huge paycheck and then they never perform. That's where the salary cap comes in, is are they breaking the salary cap and getting what they actually paid for? And a lot of teams aren't. And to see these other teams down that we would think don't spend as much as as the Yankees or any of the other guys that have this huge uh, salary cap that they have to then pay off, seeing them actually rise up, has, has really uh, shown that the talent is spread out across the league and not just whoever is getting the most uh, uh, the most money in their pocket. Right. It's kind of like the Cena money ball where Billy Bean goes, there are rich teams, there are, there are average teams, there's about 50 feet of crap, and then there's us. It's similar to that, but I like how the teams that are buried at 50 feet of crap are actually now being able to make the playoffs. They're not just the punchline of baseball now. And that is a great story. And you can thank analytics. You can thank all of the people who spend hours upon hours finding statistics to use for baseball. Now, now this is the Sports Angle. I am your host, Rocco Kelly. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio and follow the show at The Sports Angle. 
on AMP TV, AMP.TV, and we're on KIOF 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, and Talk 1490 AM WIRB in South Alabama. Uh, thanks to Sonar for helping me out. So long. Uh- Las Vegas' first official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. This programming segment on Magic 97.9 FM is sponsored by the Las Vegas Tribune Newspaper Company. Their website can be found at www.lasvegastribune.com. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Join The Sports Angle as it brings a unique mix of sports discussion to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics. Join the Sports Angle every morning at 8 a.m. on AMP.TV and KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio. Well, if I could walk on water. This program is brought to you in part by PHYN, in partnership with the Southern Nevada Water Authority. Finn's products protect your home from damaging pipe leaks, conserve our water and save you money. More at fin.com slash SN WA. This programming out. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 